Welcome back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am your host, Chance Watson. With you, as always, your other host, Taylor Wells. And Wells, you can't see it, but I'm flipping you the bird right now. Well, you probably... I mean, I, I must have done something. <laughs> you know, if the bird's coming out, there's definitely you a can't good see chance it. that I did something. And not only not only that, but I, if I incur any sort of penalty, I will... Uh, Ask for a crowdfund, uh, a GoFundMe, uh, to help pay for the cost. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm sure you would get a ton of people that were willing. <laughs> it's just I wonder, like wonder what that account would be at. You think I mean twenty bucks? You think it would be twenty bucks? <laughs> It'd be people that like you, but they're still like, yeah, fuck him. Uh, Everybody from the Vandals, they were like, yeah, fuck, fuck him. Yeah, honestly, Chance, mm-hmm. what do you need for your fine? <laughs> <laughs> oh so i uh this episode god we've been bullshitting for it an hour before we even started the show um i think we need to dive right into it the first thing we want to talk about today is our good old buddy evander kane one of my favorite players yeah obviously uh great moral character mm-hmm. um just a just a all-around decent human being upstanding citizen i know he does a lot of work with the kids yeah. Mm-hmm. Um he definitely, you know, he helps Yeah, like out. like how Anakin works with the younglings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. no, he's definitely yeah, he's he's really good at the uh children's hospital. <laughs> he's good for a visitor to a day. He's fucking gambling on like marble races and shit <laughs> <Yeah>. with him. <laughs> <laughs> gambling on children's lives at the hospital. Hey, is that morphine right there? Bet you 50 bucks on fucking I can beat you in Connect 4. If I win, I get your bag of morphine. <laughs> I, that's that's on top of the fifty bucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jeez, what a steal! What a what a fucking deal that would be. Oh, sent, but, but he's not very good at it, so he lost. And he fucking he's like, I'll even throw in a signed jersey. And the kid's like, Nah, that's fine. No, uh, no. I think you being here is enough. I'm over <laughs> it. <laughs> In fact, if, in fact, when people ask me where I got this money, I'm going to say, like, Kyler Yamamoto. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, somebody were. I'm going to say it's Darnell Nurse. Oh, man. The other bruiser of the Oilers. <laughs> Christ's sake. Some, some of the tweets about this shit were so damn funny. If anybody, if anybody doesn't know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, uh, Wells, walk, 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 the, the, those who are ignorant of the situation, walk, walk us through. Uh, well, so I'm just going to go on record and say, if you don't know what happened between Hartman and Kane, you need to crawl out of your rock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, five, five guys, one Kane. Five guys, one Kane is definitely the movie of the century. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so basically what happened, um, the the big story is as Hartman and Kane are skating to the box. This a uh, wild Oilers game in Edmonton? E- that's a good question. I don't actually know if it was in Edmonton. No, it might have been in Minnesota. Because if I remember correctly, I remember Hartman flipping him the bird, and he had a home jersey on. It is Minnesota. So, good call. Just, so unless they did one of those fun. weird things where they flip flop for some reason. Yeah, yeah. So basically, what happens? Um, so Hartman and Kane are skating to the box after a bunch of shit goes down, and we'll get into that, obviously. But mm-hmm. uh, Hartman flips Kaner the bird in just <laughs> glorious fashion. I'm pretty sure, like, a hole in the roof opened mm-hmm. up. 
uh-huh. and was just highlighting his middle finger. <laughs> perfect spotlight to the bed. Like, like Jesus was on Hartman's side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and <laughs> sent from God he's, above. <laughs> he's not the hero we deserve, but the one we needed. But the one we did. But the one we needed. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so yeah, a bunch of people. So it, basically what ended up happening is um, it all kind of started with Kane's ex-wife, which I think is fucking hilarious, uh, sending Hartman money, I think through Venmo. So she sent him like 20 So how, mu- how much was the fine? So like under the uh, under the CBA for this kind of shit, like obscene gestures or what thing, the max they can sue a player is $5,000, which to them is chump change. Um, and I don't even think he got the full 1000 or a full five thousand, like it was like something like four thousand and change or something like that. Forty two fifty. I just looked it up. There me. you go. All right, forty two fifty. Um, <laughs> and you said yeah. So Kane's ex, who if you if you're not familiar, I mean, go back to one of our previous episodes where we talked about uh, Kane. Kane does not have a uh, solid relationship with his old lady, former oh, former old lady, um, and she made it a very public deal that she gave Ryan Hartman two hundred dollars, then mowed him. <laughs> to uh to help with this bill which that now releases ryan hartman's venmo account to the world uh, yeah i mean that's the drawback there and the donations just start pouring in <laughs> it's it's obviously a fuck you because ryan hart like five thousand dollars is fucking nothing to the guy no so it's it's very much just the world being like fuck evander kane so to, um, to those of you out there who are wondering why Evander Kane's ex-wife didn't send the full forty-two fifty, um, she also is in- inquiring his debt. So, right? She so, got half of his earnings, yeah, which is like yeah, negative ten million. It's so. really tough. Um, <laughs> tough so, times. A, a Ryan Hartman being a stand-up guy, he comes out later on. He says, "You know, thank you, everybody." He was, you know, not not fueling the flames anymore to a degree. He's like, "Hey, I'm going to pay it myself, and all this money is going to go to the Minnesota." children's hospital network or whatever the fuck children's yeah children's minnesota so yeah like yeah yeah something like that you know do you know what the final number was that 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 got donated to hartman or technically to the children's hospital through Hartman? how much thirty thousand whoa yeah that's fucking nuts dude that that shows so (laughs) much people hate kane so much um so uh, on the, I'm gonna, we're gonna kick this off here. This is gonna be a dusty bender first. Uh, in fact, after after this episode, probably tomorrow, we'll kick up the GoFundMe and whatnot. But we're gonna uh, put together uh, an Evander Kane emergency fund for this is the, and this is open to any NHL player that uh, wants to abuse Evander Kane and not you won't need to worry about it because this fund, this is an emergency fund that'll be set aside. To pay for the for, for the gesture or uh, physical harm that you bring to Evander Kane, that way you, you don't have to worry about it. Like <laughs> this, this is, this, an this, is <laughs> this is an ongoing thing. Everybody can donate. Everyone can donate, and it'll just be you know it's like a rainy day fund. Like like when it, you know any player, any player at all in the league wants to go up, flip off Evander Kane, or you know punch him in the face or whatever. You don't need to worry about the fine. It's covered. So I don't mind the idea, but let me, <laughs> let me tell you what I feel like we might be encouraging grown adult violence 
Um, and I don't know if maybe no, that's no, 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 no. See, see, uh, we're not we're not doing that because mm. we are encouraging justice. Okay. I mean, yeah. No, I feel like this is a great idea. I just this think is, there's probably this is the, some legal things we gotta maybe look into. No, first. I think this, we're we're good on this one. Uh, I, this is the, this is the uh, the Dusty Bender Evander Kane Emergency Fund. And then under that, it'll just be you know this this is money set aside uh, for for any time that any any NHL player feels the need that they need to do something to Evander Kane that will incur a fine, uh, and they they can they can go through with whatever that is uh, and and not worry about it. Because I like this idea, but let's set it up like a four hundred one k. You think so? Oh, okay. Yeah, just charity. You know, so, you know money. I mean, it is a charity. In. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's a charity for rich NHL players. <laughs> That already have plenty of money, right? But it's the principle of the thing, Taylor. Mm, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it's like, you know, like like yeah. There's sure Elon Musk goes out there and he can drop three billion dollars to go toward world hunger, but you know that that sure. doesn't make my twenty dollars toward any any. And that's exactly. In fact, you know what? That's a perfect example right there. Giving money to this fund is just as holy. And and spiritual and good for humanity than donating to end world hunger. I the, I think that should probably be our slogan. <laughs> like that's definitely what we gotta go. Like, I mean, maybe we should just call it instead of call like this should be like you donations to world this hunger fund. Yeah, donations to this. You can write this off in your taxes. Oh, hey, that's not a bad idea. This is this is you can oh, it's tax season right now. Any any donations to the Dusty Bender uh, Evander Kane Emergency Fund uh, we are tax deductible because it is a charity. Okay, I, I mean it's, this this is, this is becoming a reality. I feel like it's, this, it's we're thing. drawing this up. We're we're scoping this, is, this out right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call my lawyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, let me. <laughs> Let me hit the stop button real quick. You want to jump off and <laughs> we'll talk to the Dusty Bender hockey lawyer. Mm. Oh, old Jimbo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think it's a great idea. I think it's great. I think I, uh, I think what would almost be better is like, you know, that's the fund for, uh, you know, you get like a, you get like a signed jersey or something. If you, if you're in the crowd and you're just blatantly flipping cane off or something too you know we could we could throw something in there like that absolutely oh any any time like if you know like you like you're you know you paid you paid 200 bucks for the game and uh you you know uh throw throw your full beer on evander kane and you get kicked out in the first period like we'll we'll cover the cost of the game like that's fair i think i mean i would i would gladly absolutely money from that fund to pay yeah. for their ticket if you know and like the beer the- yeah. And the, oh, and yeah, the beer that you fine. threw. I de- well, yeah, I mean, you know, there's got to be a beer limit on that. Right. De- well, it, depends and now, what you're, it depends what you're doing to him, you know. Like, if you jump on the ice and you start streaking after him, like, you know, maybe, I mean, you get all your beers paid for, but. Right. Like, you know, okay, all right. Maybe a normal bird from the fucking maybe we, top deck. I mean, you don't get a full, you know. Right. Well, and I, I was going to say, maybe, maybe not only. Maybe more of just a disclaimer, but, like, I don't, I don't think that this fund can be used to post bail. Yeah, no, I think yeah, that's that's where we might run into some legal trouble. That's where we're drawing the line. We will the uh, funds from the Dusty Bender Emer- uh, Evander Kane Emergency Fund cannot be used to post bail. 
I think that's fair. I think that's definitely fair. I, I mean, so that's our second slogan, though, right? So this is better than ending world hunger has to be the first. <laughs> In today's news, uh, Dustin Bufflin ran onto the ice and stabbed Kane in the face with a skate. Uh, he was told reporters afterward that uh, he, would, he wouldn't worry about it because he's got a great legal team that will be paid for in full. Uh, William Nylander somewhere got a penalty for it. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, Nylander's playing in another game, and they, the ref just, like, gets a call. Throws him in the box. <laughs> what the fuck did I do this time? Oh, Christ. What did, what did I do? Hey, what did I do? Uh, Dustin Bufflin uh, stabbed Evander Kane in the face with a skate. Let's be realistic. Like, <laughs> the ref's not actually going to tell him. No. No, the ref's no. just going to be like, hey, what, are you, what are you fucking yelling at me for? Yeah. Yeah, get, get the, the fucking box. box. <laughs> you, know, you know how this works. I don't have to have any justification. That's right. Get in the box. He's just he's just pointing at the box. He just keeps doing the fucking, you know, the, the, the like... Just repeatedly throwing his finger towards the box. <laughs> oh yeah, thanks, thanks for the explanation there, you fucking dipshit. That's just exactly what would happen. Mar- just writes <laughs> it up in the book as interference. <laughs> That's what they tell you at ref camps. If you don't know what the penalty actually is, just throw it into interference. Did you know yep. that? Yeah. Oh, I believe it. Hundred percent. Well, I mean, interference. It's like it's like the the wild card of ever. Like it's mm-hmm. the the definition. The textbook definition of interference is so fucking vague that yeah, you could just throw it under anything. Yeah, I I just I remember just sitting in the back of this like ref class, and I knew I was the coolest one in there, though. You know, sure, obviously. And uh, but yeah, I just, I remember that as like just the highlight of like oh, and you know if something doesn't look right, you know, interference probably was was the one and that just kind of kind of came up in the NHL mm-hmm. so that's fun mm-hmm. but yeah no Ryan Hartman's an absolute saint I want to change the entire name of this podcast to Ryan Hartman is the man um, oh because, yeah I, I think we yeah. are all pro Hartman on this I think most people are so it, it's really interesting because we've kind of seen this a little bit though too is like we had kind of I wouldn't say Yamamoto was a star but we had like little guy, little guy, finesse player on finesse player, and uh-huh. it should have ended at that. Right. Right? Even when Kaprizov got in there, like that's still finesse player. He's a bigger finesse player than sure. Yamamoto, but you know, that's finesse player to finesse Which player. Which you love to see that though. Like you love that's when the fine. two small guys get into it and you just let them exactly. go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Let them let yeah. go at it. Like if Zuccarello and Yamamoto wanted to fight, sure. Like, sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's like two little babies throwing, right. you know, little pillows at each other. Oh, like, look at them. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know, it's just like that's what we all go to hockey games for is to watch these little right. guys fucking scrap. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then I mean, it just it just kind of escalated from there. And like in, in all reality, like I don't obviously know what was said, but like <laughs> Like, Kane basically came in because Kaprizov started to get into Yamamoto's face. And Kane came in and basically, like, you know, tried to tried to get in Kaprizov's face. Like, like that's, you know, that's sure. normal. But I just, I, it's just, it's funny to me to just see, like, how quickly some of these Edmonton fans are going to turn on this guy when he inevitably continues to do the dumb shit he's been doing. Oh, have you? Did you see time. those takes? Like, not so. Ninety-eight percent of the world 
fully supports what Ryan Hartman did, and mm-hmm. you know, gold stars all around, uh, stakes and blowjobs, you know, everything, everything, but everything, the world is great. Um, it sounds like a strip club. Stakes and blowjobs. Yeah, I mean, I didn't best. I yeah, absolutely. It sounds like a. They, they might as well just call it Cash Cow because that's what it is. <laughs> that's probably another strip club somewhere. Cash Cow, there's, dude. There's got to be a Cash Cow strip club in the middle there of like to fucking. Be. Kentucky or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know I mean? Or or in Alberta. <laughs> is that uh, the is that the Kentucky of Canada? Might be. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. I don't, even, I don't even know, dude. Saskatoon. Who knows? Um, but uh, so, um, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh yeah. So the two percent though, like the people that want to defend Kane, it's not even like they're defending because the, they they know they can't. Like they know you can't defend Evander Kane. So. They take the next best thing and they use mind poison from the internet mm-hmm. and be like, oh, this gesture is obscene. What if there were kids in the stands? And it's like, if you, uh, you took your child, there are so many things wrong with what you just said. Like, oh, okay, you're, you're going to take your kid to a blood sport, essentially, where people can die. They don't. It, it, the sport is safer now. Um, <laughs> People I mean, have died in this, yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> it's safer now. Um, but it, it, it definitely maimed, uh, <laughs> scarred for life. Oh, my God. That rem- have you ever seen the – I don't remember who it was. Um, but that guy getting the fucking skate blade to the neck. Yep, I've seen it. Oh, that was a, I think it was a Buffalo fuck. goalie. Dude, like that's – Anyways, yeah, that's yeah, still ingrained that's in my brain. Shit. That's like that's right. like unlucky and, as fuck. Yeah, and oh. that sh- and that shit doesn't happen anymore. Right, that's true. Um, you know, like if people people get injured. You see, you know, injuries and that kind of. But but like we're we're talking about the most violent, popular sport. Like of of the four major sports in North America, this is by far the most violent. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And and if you're taking all the sports, you know, it's you know it's in the top ten, top five, arguably. Um, like the very nature of the sport is violent. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in the words of the coach from the movie Goon, this is not fucking baseball. So you're gonna take your kid to this hockey game, but you're gonna and you you know you might even hear the players cussing at each other. Um, you know it. Uh, but we're gonna draw the line at flipping the bird. Like that's your argument. Like oh. A good golly gosh, if Brian Hartman throws up the middle finger, I might have to talk to my kid for the first time in three months and explain to him what that means. God and then that it. would, that might inevitably transfer, segue into, you know, the sex talk, which God forbid, I, I can't, I don't like talking to my kid normally, much less having to talk to them about sex. That's a job for their teacher. Sorry, I went on probably already there. knows what the bird is, dude. Right, right. Like nowadays, every I mean, fuck, everything's online. Um, so yeah, it, it, it that argument is just ridiculous. Like I, the, the the hockey purists come out sometimes. This one's an extreme ridiculous argument, but like the, they come out sometimes. Like the, you know, like the, the more modern day hockey fans that like became fans in like the last five years that y- don't like fighting. Hmm. Or, you know, like, want to make it a non-contact sport kind of thing. Like, I just, I'm like, you don't. Yeah. It just, for me, like, it's just such a, 
this is this is totally an NHL ratings, you know, like that's all that's what this is. This is right. like this is what most people you and I have talked about it like I think maybe even like the last episode. Like ad at ad, ad nauseum, anytime you talk to somebody who's a casual hockey fan or, you know, does is not even casual, just like has maybe seen a game, always, inevitably, everything they always start with is love the fights. Yeah, well, exactly, and then, yeah, and then you have this other side. I just, for me, like a middle finger, I I get it. Like, how no, how are they going to be consistent on something like this where, like, we've seen people give the middle finger to fuck it, you know, flipping the bird at, at, at fans and shit like that, and they get fined and stuff. Like, I mean, a fine is a fine is nothing. Like, we, we know these guys make, even the lowest level guys, I mean, entry level guys are still making. Sure. You know, uh, plenty of fucking money. A four grand, you know, four, five grand is nothing. Yeah, exactly. So if I'm I, making a hundred thousand dollars a year plus sponsorships and everything else, I'm I'm not worried about five grand. I think they're making. I think even the fucking kids are making like six hundred, dude. Yeah, it's and then it's chump change. Like it's nothing. Yeah, I I mean I I get it. Like obviously this in my mind, like I want this framed. I want a like I I wish there was like a great picture of like they were close enough. To where you can tell Hartman is fucking flipping off Kane, and I want to put that shit in a frame yep. on my fucking wall. Yep. You know what I mean? Like this is shit that, like, if they weren't, if 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 this wasn't founded in like the fucking beginning eras of God, I hope so. You know, like I just yeah. And this is going to this is going to segue 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 me into this point that like this is okay. This this incident right here is not enough to make a rivalry, no. but. This incident combined with a playoff series, that makes a rivalry. Right. And we, as hockey fans, we we fucking yearn for it. Like, even as some, like Boston and Toronto, I don't have a stake in either one of those teams. And, like, I give shit about Toronto, but it's more of, like, their fans and less of their team, actually. <laughs> um, but I fucking, like, I'm watching the standings. I'm watching, like... We'll get into it later on. That the East Coast teams have already been set, but I'm just uh, God. I'm I'm praying for a Maple Leafs Boston first round. Right. It's it's probably not going to happen, but oh, like like I'm sitting here going like, please, please meet each other in the first. I want to I want a Tampa Florida series. Right. You're like yeah. you you want that kind of shit. So like, this happens right now. It, is it enough to start a rivalry? No, no. It. If they don't meet in the playoffs or something, this will blow over and this was a one-off incident. But if they meet in the playoffs this year, ooh, buddy. Yeah. No, and and I think especially because, you know, it, Edmonton's going to get swept, you know what I mean? So right. Uh, right. it's going to be even more pissed. Yes. Uh, but, no, it, it's it's really a funny situation. Like, it's it, the, the funniest thing for me was when it initially happened. So, actually, one of the things that kind of set people off was what – Hartman and Kane said afterwards mm. um, because Hartman basically said like nobody came to Kane's rescue be, you know on the team because everybody fucking hates him I mean right. essentially that right. was the undertone which which I mean which is, is probably 100% accurate probably right it's 100% accurate but then basically Kane came back and was like well you know I, I took on all five guys kind of thing um, and it's just, <laughs> he didn't it's even just, deny it. He's I like, know. my. He didn't. He wasn't like, yeah, my team loves me. Fuck you. No, he it's was like, like oh, I'm, I'm the toughest guy. I took on the whole team. <laughs> Which dude. just there, like his answer, just like, dude, this is why we hate you. Like, dude, 
Evander, you're literally not doing yourself any fucking help right now. <laughs> he might as yeah. Kane basically just said, "Fuck my team. I don't need them. I could take all of you." I took all of you guys on. Fuck the hoots, guys. These guys fucking suck, anyways. Connor, who? Oh my god! It, it basically, so that's what. No, if I was on the, if I was on this team full season, I would fucking double his goal count. Oh, yeah, who the fuck are dry on David? Like, is, this is literally me, guys. Never heard of her. Yeah, never heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck is she, anyways? With David. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, so basically, but then, but then people started, you know, so and this is what cracked me up was just like the Edmonton fans who think Evander Kane is like the bully in the league. And I saw mm-hmm. one guy was like, he's taking down some real fucking tough guys in fights and shit. And I'm like, dude, when, like, what are you talking about? It's just, it blew my fucking Like mind. he threw, I think he threw hands with Reeves like twice and he got his ass kicked both times. Dude. Well, it, it, it's, yeah, it's funny to see some of the stuff like defending Kane on this shit. Right. And then, and then, you know, give them, give them. Okay. If they resign him, I'll give them next year. By the end of next year, they're going to be so sick of this fucking guy that I, I would I would love to have any sort of, like, file-saving space on my Twitter that I could literally just mm-hmm. be an asshole and send some of these tweets to the same people who are going to be all up his ass at the end Dude, of next year. You know I, what I mean? It, look, and it, honestly, like, if there, there's, okay, 32 GMs in the league, 31 of, if, if Kenny Holland wasn't one of them, I would definitely assume that... Evander Kane is like, he like he the rest of his career would be like Yager. Like he would just be a, a traveler. Like he's on a team for you know they pick him up at the deadline to help maybe push him over, you know over the over the edge, but never enough to like th- nobody wants him on the team long term because they know. I mean, th- this is not one incident. Like we're we're now down another team where Evander Kane has basically been fucking kicked off of. Right. Starting in Buffalo, kicked out. Moved to Winnipeg, kicked out. <laughs> Hated by Dustin Bufflin. Like, Dustin Bufflin doesn't hate anybody. Dude, he's like the nicest guy ever. Yeah! You know, he's, he's just getting fucking thrown to the curb by Dustin yeah. Bufflin. And then brought to fucking San Jose where that it, it blew up again. Like, this guy, it, this is not a, a one-off thing. Like, this guy is poison in the fucking locker room. So every team... What I could see him, like I said, like they signed him on a one-year deal, and maybe even like a deadline thing. Like he, like he doesn't get picked up until the deadline. Um, he's just like a free agent for three fourths of the year. Um, he's just right a hired. Mer- yeah, he's just a hired mercenary that jumps around. But that all being said, it is Kenny Holland, and he's really dumb. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to sign him long term. Yeah, if they have like four million on the budget, he's for sure getting signed so for that four. That'd be million. that's that's brilliant. Uh, Connor Connor McDavid already looks like he is waterboarded every day. Maybe he is. Have <laughs> we, I mean, have, does anybody know for sure? Maybe it's waterboarded. He looks like that. He is like to, like he can't. It's like a Britney Spears thing. Where like Britney, if you're in danger, wear a yellow shirt. Like he looks like he is. In a bad in a bad way, and someone needs to rescue him. Uh, but what's what? So okay, how do we fix? How do we make Connor McDavid more happy? Let's bring in the least liked motherfucker in the league. 
where Maybe. the guy can score 30 goals a year. Like, he's a 30 to 40 goal scorer, but he's such a prick that we can't, like, it's not good enough. Hey, does anyone have an extra room while I'm looking for a house? <laughs> nah, dude, sorry. We're all booked up. <laughs> They're all in, like, mansions. Uh-uh. Sorry, dude. Nah, dude, sorry, I can't help you there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Check in, check in with fucking Buffalo and see if he's got. I think a place. I think the casino in the Edmonton Ball might have have an open oh, open space. Like he's definitely banned from there. <laughs> he's definitely like he can't. He's never gonna <laughs> step foot in another casino again. He's just, just he's on like he's on some fucking list. There's just like no, like old timey like old western posters of him. <laughs> Wanted. What? <laughs> Do not do not let this man gamble at Ban- you. Banned, yeah. Uh-huh. That's I mean that's pretty much you know what bouncers and stuff are checked on their tablets at that shit you know. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just, it's just like <laughs> it's just his pictures. The only one. Like t- ten to fifteen percent of their job is just looking for a Vander Kane. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, to kind of reverse the script on it. I mean, yeah. Isn't he? I mean, technically, that's some humanitarianism where he's. He's yeah. providing a lot of good jobs for <laughs> bouncers at casinos, so that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying about I mean, maybe the, he is the a Dusty person. Bender Evander Kane emergency fund. <laughs> for the it extends to the bouncers at casinos. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it absolutely does. I like this idea. I think it's gonna definitely. <laughs> it's not a cloud somewhere. <laughs> Holy fuck! Okay. Um, Let's move on to a, 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 a subject that makes us a lot happier. Um, wait, you want to you wanna lead us in on that? Yeah, the Kraken have a fucking player who can score some goals besides McCann. <laughs> yeah, you, can't, you came up with Benny and the Cracks. Benny and, and the Cracks, man. Freaking Benny. Fucking love that. <laughs> Benny and love the that. Cracks. Yeah, uh, Maddie, how do you say his last name? Bernay? Bernay? I Bernays? think it's Beneers, but I, Beneers, I, okay. I mean, you, your guess is as good as mine. Sure. Maddie Beneers. And they actually call him Maddie. Like, it's not Matthew or Matt. It's Maddie. They call him Maddie. I heard he gets weirdly pissed if you call him Matthew. That's interesting. No, I have no idea. That's just. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how rumors start. Well, <laughs> everybody, if you didn't say that, everybody who listened to our show would be like, I didn't know about that. Oh, dude. Go- sorry. Yeah, I won't. I won't go- do that. <laughs> Just go up behind the bench. Hey, Matthew. Hey, Matthew. He fucking smashes the glass. <laughs> He's just pissed. Oh, He's, I just imagine him, like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he has a personality. I haven't watched, like, any interviews and stuff. But, I like, have. I get a weird Jonathan Taves, like, Captain Serious thing from him. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I'm a little concerned too. about that, but. That could be. It could be definitely a situation. I would hate um, to win some cups, you know. This this is a total uh like total divergence off tangent. We'll get back to Maddie, but like, have I told you the one in my entire life? I've only heckled one professional hockey player before that like actually got under his skin. Is it John Scott? <laughs> no, I was. It was back in the day when Tyson Berry still played for the Kelowna Rockets. Oh God, dude! He was at a Chiefs game, and when we walked into the Spokane Arena, they were handing out like WHL Today. Like the like the hard cover glossy cover magazine, mm-hmm. and Tyson Berry was on the front as like the top WHL defenseman, and it just so happened that he was there that night. So literally, me and four other guys, we sat behind the Kelowna bench. We didn't have tickets for these seats. We just sit behind the Kelowna bench. Just hey, hey, Berry sucks, <laughs> dude. You were those guys. <laughs> 
And he just was so, he was so confused. Like, this is a WHL game. You're not far away from the people. <laughs> like, we, we could literally lean over the glass and we're within, like, you know, stick-touching distance. Just whispering, just, hey, whispering yeah. at him. Hey, Barry sucks. And he just, like, he's so, like, he wasn't even mad. He was just more confused. <laughs> <laughs> but he literally turned around and, like, shook his shoulders at us, like, wh- why? <laughs> you smack the magazine to the glass. That's why, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, Tyson Barry, if you listen to this, you still suck. Uh, all the Tyson Barry fans listening to this podcast are. We lost right all now, of them. They're, yeah. they're gone. <laughs> They're so fucking. They're, you know what? You I don't give up, a shit. If Tyson Berry is your biggest fan, you got other problems in your life. Or if Tyson Berry is your biggest, your favorite player, you you've got other problems in your life. <laughs> oh, fucking. Uh, oh. You're not for the children, are you, Chance? There's got to be some kid somewhere that just loves Tyson Berry, and you're just <laughs> shattering their entire soul. <laughs> no, that's just fuck. That's just dumb. That's like that's like oh my favorite player on the uh, Golden Knights is a uh, Keegan Colzar. <laughs> Good for you, dude. Honestly, like, you know, find find those players. <laughs> oh shit! Just the most fucking generic, faceless prick there is. Oh, goodness, gosh, yeah, I God. can't wait to have him on the podcast. He's definitely Tyson. Coming. Tyson, Bur- where does he play right now? Edmonton. Yeah, dude. Is I. When he's not even, like, the third best defenseman, that's a problem. No, he's, like, a third line. They're playing him on, like, a third line. I think they do put him on the power play, but... Is, is Duncan Keith getting more time than him? Dude, I don't know why Duncan <laughs> Keith is still... Like, how is he... He hasn't turned to dust yet. I don't understand. He is. <laughs> but anyways, back to Benny and the Cracks. Ba- back to... Back to Ma- uh, yeah, Benny and the Jets. Maddie and the Jets. Yeah, Maddie, Maddie Beneers, golden assist in two games. Honestly, I mean, just... Have you watched him? Have you, I, did you... I've watched highlights because being okay. in the Seattle area sucks dick, dude. I got to figure something out because I cannot. ESPN blocked my fucking VPN, so now I can't even watch the games. I've been, I've been, uh, I've having, I'm having luck with my, uh, with my stuff. Well, fucking share it, dude. All right, I'll share it to you. Um, it's a yeah, so I, I, I watched highlights. Honestly, super bold move to just throw him on that fucking. I, they they listed it as the top line, but it was basically Donato and I think McCann or Eberle, mm-hmm. um, in in like his first game, and they just said, "Dude, go go do it!" And like, he got a point. He had an assist that game. Yeah. Yep. And um, then and then it was just a tap home. Like he made it look way cooler than it was. But right. I mean, you know, still goal in your first game. Guy looks energetic. I mean, it's it's. It's honestly the only bright point that we can, you know, as Kraken fans, like, look at right now and say, like, okay, this is hope for the future because there's really nothing else to play for at the moment. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, I don't know. It's weird because, like, Vegas, Vegas, we didn't really have to worry about, like, what it looked like for their prospects because, they, you know, they came in, had the successful first season, and then they started shipping guys off, right? So we didn't really yep. have this kind of situation with them. Where we kind of had someone in the system that we were like, man, at the end of this year, they could come in and bring a little bit of excitement, you know, for the fans and things like that. So it's it's definitely a different situation in that regard. But, man, I mean, yeah, I, I would I have been OK with who who went first overall? Owen Power, right? Yeah, and he made an appearance. 
with yeah, Buffalo. He also, I think, had a point. He also got fucking so too. walked by Tarasenko. But, yeah, he did. But, I mean, that'll happen to a D, I guess. But yeah, um, yeah, no. So it's it honestly like it, very bold to just throw him in with uh, Eberle and Donato. Technically, I would call I would call that like the third line, realistically. Um, well, Wenberg and Kuhlman and Rask. It's kind of third line, I guess. So I mean. Yeah, I mean, basically throwing him right into the fire. But this this kid has shown it at every single level. Like he's just he's a he's more mature than his years, um, which is just a great thing to have. Like he he really does remind me a little bit of like kind of kind of almost a Bergeron. But I think I think we lean okay to, yeah, yeah yeah I think we lean to a Bergeron way too quickly with some of these like decent offensive, really good defensive centers. Um, so yeah, I mean, but you know, so I, I think throwing the Bergeron out there is definitely a good option still, but, um, yeah, this kid, this kid's going to be good and he's going to have a, he's for sure. I mean, you know, you think he's penciled in for next year? I think for sure. I, I, there's just even the rest of the way, like the last six or seven games, uh, I'd have to check how many they have left, but six or seven games, if he doesn't have any points in that time, like maybe, Maybe he, maybe he does, but I mean, them signing to him to a contract. I think worst case scenario is on the third line. You know, okay. And I think I think they have so many good like supporting pieces that aren't like fully offensive. So like obviously Jared McCann is our you know is is the best offensive player on this team. You know, then I could make an I I could make an argument for Eberle and, and Gord too. But like those in reality are more middle six, you know, top six for McCann. I think, but then. You know, you look at Everly and Gord, those are more realistically a second-line, third-line player on most teams, like good teams. So I think Paneers just bring some of that good, like, top-level, uh, you know, some good offensive instincts, and then you stick them with some of those guys that have been in the league like Everly, you know, and let them go score some goals and stuff. And, yeah, I just – I think it's going to – I think it's going to work out really well. I would hate – I would hate for the Kraken fans to – you know, if he has a an okay year next year, I think he's mm-hmm. one of those guys that's probably going to take a year or two to really figure it out. But then, you know, he's going to be a great, in reality, second-line center, I think, is is his uh, final resting place. To, that's right. Probably not the right term there. but mm-hmm. no, that sounds, sounds like I mean, that's he's not great. De- he's dead, but it's cool. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's kind of where he fills in. And so if they could get someone, if they get lucky and get Shane right this year, that's a very nice one-two punch. Yeah, I agree. That could you know. that can definitely help. Yeah. So, uh, optimistically, you know, positive for it. He's uh, Francis has taken the shotgun approach, and he's just gonna get enough draft picks and hope hope he finds something. Yeah. I know. I told you I wasn't gonna bring up any ducks, but I mean, shit, fifth round. Look at Troy Terry over there. Yeah, that's a good point. Thirty six goals or something stupid, dude. Oh that's shit! Ridiculous. I mean, Red Wings. Some of the best Red Wings were fucking ridiculous picks like i mean so, yeah so far deep what was, what, what was datsuk i think he was fifth round too could be Let's wrong check. but like zetterberg was something ridiculous if i ever need to just like if i'm ever on youtube and i'm you know just need some sort of hockey to watch like i bring up datsuk more than anyone else i think oh sure guys fucking nasty. sure do you ever do you ever see that old i think it was like an espm video where like they interview they interviewed all these stars, like Kane and Taser, like baby faces. And the question comes up, because they all ask them the same question. They go, so when you're watching, uh, like, star hockey videos, who do you watch? And it's literally just one person after another. Like, Patrick Kane's, like, Pavel Datsuk. Mm-hmm. And fucking Stamkos, Pavel Datsuk. And, like, they're all, like, 
It's like, oh, oh, Pavel Datsuk. Like, they, they all say it. And then they ask Pavel Datsuk. And the fucking, like, a fuck, they're all, like, when you watch hockey videos, who do you watch? And they go, Pavel Datsuk. And then when it goes to Pavel Datsuk, they're like, hey, who do you, when you watch hockey videos, who do you watch? And he goes, I don't watch hockey videos. <laughs> you're like, dude, you're such a fucking baller. Because he, he is the video. I love that. It's good shit. Why, what, 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 there are no other videos to watch. He can't, you know, no one else. Who else I, is going to watch? I mean, I already did it, you know, like, what am I going to mm-hmm. watch? Yeah. I don't That's watch hockey videos. He's a sixth round pick. 171st overall. That makes sense. Um, what was Zetterberg? Because if I remember correctly, Zetterberg was really low. Like hmm. Zetterberg. Henrik Zetterberg was drafted uh, 210th overall. Yep. Yeah. The seventh crazy. round. Yep. And they, they, I mean, they built cup teams on those two. Like, that's just nuts to me, dude. Yeah, they both have cups. Yeah. Fuck. Nuts. He played uh, over uh, 1,082 games, 337 goals, 623 assists. Stupid. Woof. Could, he, st- point- could he still play in today's game? Prime Zetterberg? Yes. Okay. Not current Zetterberg. There's one Current picture. Zetterberg. There's one picture on Google right now. He's just staring into my soul. Mm-hmm. Why are his he's, eyes like he's that? A, he's he's a handsome man. <laughs> not, I mean, I, I'll leave it at that. That's yeah. not what I meant, but you know, that's probably oh, okay. what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his, his uh, spouse is also uh, quite the looker. Oh, hello. It's because she's Swedish, huh? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I think she's a model of some kind. Mm. Uh, Emma Cornelia Zetterberg is a Swedish television personality and singer. She's married to a former Detroit Red Wings captain, Henrik Zetterberg. Hot damn. She is attractive. Oh. Yeah, that, thank you for that. I, I know we were talking about flipping the bird earlier, so I, I like we got to keep this as PC as possible. Right. Oh yeah, man. That's yeah. we. Could, what if what if the children hear this show? <laughs> Can you imagine some you, some, some person okay. listening to the show? If while, you're a parent <laughs> and you have the child in the room while listening to the show, like you should probably reevaluate some stuff. Could you just like leave us a direct message on Twitter, and <laughs> we promise we won't send CPS. child services to your door. <laughs> Uh, and if you're a child listening to this show, please call uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First off, you know, kudos on the taste. Like, if it, of all the things that you could sneak, like you could be, you know, trying to find R-rated movies or anything, but instead you're sneaking, uh, you know, headphones in your ears to listen to the Dusty Bender podcast. So, I mean, like, I'm flattered, but uh, you probably shouldn't be listening to the show. Yeah, please sign off soon. Please <laughs> soon. Okay, finish the episode. That's fine. Right. Review it. Like, yeah. leave us five stars. <laughs> Subscribe. You know, but at the same time. But after that, <laughs> after that, definitely don't listen again. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's move um, on. Yeah. What else do we got out of here? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, well, stop me if you heard this before, but uh, NHL refereeing is not good god damn that's a shame to hear (laughs) (laughs) really really was i just did not know that 
This it's been good for so long. I don't know what yeah, I know. It's just it's the last couple of days it's really gone downhill. That's all. <laughs> uh, is, so yes, uh, the, the NHL refing the NHL refs uh referees uh continue their streak of just being very poor at their jobs. Um Recently, uh, one of them actually forgot that he was a referee and thought he played for the uh, the Boston Bruins. Um, this was Wells. You have you have some more info on that one. Yeah, I mean this this is you know just more on uh, Ottawa being a shitty hockey team than sure. it is the ref. Let's be real here, right? So like sure. you know like the ref blatantly kicking the puck to the Boston player. Ottawa had it covered, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, come on. It's not really on the ref here. Everybody's just like, yeah, but Ottawa, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, it's Ottawa. Like, I would have kicked it to Boston, too. <laughs> no, he basically, so yeah, basically, this, yeah, the puck is in the corner. It's in Boston zone. And it's in the corner. And the puck comes to this ref's feet. And it's basically like, it's. He I mean, panics. He, oh, yeah, he's shit. Like, he definitely pooed. Yeah, a little bit. He just ba- so yeah. basically he had he had an Ottawa player and a Boston defenseman coming at him to come get this puck and <laughs> just blatantly kicks it out of the corner to the like pretty damn good. You like know it's a I, good pass. It's like it's a, a great pass. pass. Like, honestly, like I don't know why people, more people aren't talking about the fact that he's got some fucking feet on him. Yeah, like that was a really good pass. Like it's it it, it almost it makes this worse. Honestly, like it wasn't like. Because it, it's not like uh, he panicked and tried to kick it away from him and it accidentally went to this Boston play. Like, no, this was a really good pass. Like, this, yeah, this was top level MLS soccer. Like, this Like, is he good was, shit. like, that, that was, it's, it literally looked like for a second that he was, like, starting the Boston breakout. Like, <laughs> that was the first pass to start the breakout and then move on and then go from there. Did we ever consider that maybe he just ripped one in that corner? And he was just he he needed to get out of there. That's possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it definitely it could have, this could have been fart induced for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean it's basically like the Sens player is like probably closer than Boston. Let's be real here. Probably closer than the Boston D. And yeah, the ref just instinctively kicks it out <laughs> of his feet directly onto the Boston defenseman's stick and the the, the, the the Bruin literally just fucking walks around the deck and breaks it out. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. what are we doing? What an assi- The only way that could have been worse is if that led, like, the ref gets an assist. Can you imagine, dude? He just wheel The guy just gets the puck and wheels it down the ice and you're just like, oh, assist to <laughs> fucking Ben Hutton, the referee. Just Kel- loved him yeah. to throw him on the fucking scorecard, too. <laughs> Hey Jimbo, for, you got first it. You ref got to ever get a one. first ref to ever get an apple. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that one, that one's pretty bad. Honestly, like, like you know, that's just instincts. Like he, like yeah, you were saying, he probably right. just plays hockey already. So it's you know, it's it, you have to understand. You have to you have to guess that most refs, like yes, while their day job is refing and not being hockey players, they play hockey in their free time, oh, and yeah. when. You're in a situation like that where, because if you watch a if you watch the play, like it was already stuck in his feet, and it like it cleared out for a second, and then it like th- was thrown back into his feet again. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's just a situation like if you're in that moment, you know the wires cross, and you've got two guys bearing down on you. It's like it's almost instinct. You're like, oh, I need to get it away from me so I don't fucking get smashed. Mm-hmm. 
and he just I, I don't know why he chose the Boston player to kick it to. Um, it's just who he was facing. Maybe. Right. right. <laughs> well, in your mind, it, you know, maybe he prefers Boston and that was the – I don't know. It could have been a lot of things. I don't it, – it's probably – if, like, even if you asked him right now, like, he probably couldn't explain it to you. It'd be hilarious to hear his, his answer. Right. Unless he was being, like, a complete asshole and just, like, joking around with it. Like, if you asked for an honest answer, like, dude, what, what was going through your head? Why'd you do that? He'd be like, I I don't know, man. Like, mm-hmm. I have absolutely no idea. Like, it would pro- it'd probably be just like, a, I, I fucking panicked. Like, I don't know. I I play hockey. I was sitting in the corner. I saw guys coming at me. I kicked it to a player. Like, that that was that was just in my head. You That's... see him at a bar the next day. You get the real answer. Right. He's like, oh, yeah, I grew up in uh, Providence. Isn't that Massachusetts? I have no idea. Right. <laughs> I've just been a Bruins fan my whole life. It's I fine. placed I pl- I placed a pretty stingy bet on the Bruins for Evander <laughs> Kane, and, <laughs> and I needed a, I needed to clear the uh, the puck line. <laughs> oh Christ! I I honestly like that's probably what his his bar answer is. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Um. Also, as far as refing goes, um, I know uh, uh, Ottawa Center. God, why is the Ottawa Centers are so much in the news? I know. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about Eugene Nelnick passing away. Yeah, and Mike Bossy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so R- R.I.P. Those guys. Well, I don't know. It doesn't doesn't sound like. I think I think old Eugene Melnick is getting the. It's sad when anyone dies, but just because you die doesn't make you any less of a dick, kind of thing. Mm. And he's, I, I mean, he, on one hand, the Melnicks did save the Ottawa Senators for sure. But on another hand, God, the guy, I mean, he was making some very questionable decisions toward the end there. So yeah. from a, from it, it, every take that I've heard about it is like, yeah, it's sad. You know, the legacy, it, it sucks that the legacy of Eugene Melnick is going to be his more recent blunders. Um, but you know the early years, like I mean, when the when the Melnicks came on to the Senators, like that was it was it was heralded as like a saving grace for the team. So, um, you know, there there is that element of it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I yeah, it's one of those things. Like, I don't even think twice about it. I saw it and was like, oh, that sucks. And then yeah, I kind of moved on with my day. I guess right, so. sure. Oh, I'm, well, I had to think about it because I'm. As of as of the you know that one episode um, where we did the, the well, trade yeah yeah I the mean trade deadlines I am a huge Ottawa fan that's your so. East Coast team yeah I know that for sure obviously so yeah. when well what is it what is it, who are the owners of your favorite team the Pukula, Pukulas or something I don't even know dude for the for the Sabers yeah no that sounds right yeah <laughs> I wouldn't even know I barely like <laughs> I kind of like I know who owns the Ducks but that's about it dude. I couldn't Fuck. tell you. I, I couldn't tell you besides maybe Eugene Melnick. I, I I couldn't have told you any other owners. Well, the only reason that I knew Mel I, in reality, the only reason I knew Melnick is because of all the fucking horrible shit that went through with that team mm-hmm. and him just being a weird, bizarre dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It is but funny. anyway, so R.I.P. Yeah. T- yeah. T- talking about talking about uh, Ottawa, uh, Tim Stutzel, um, a a a famed. Uh, famed rookie defenseman well he's not a rookie anymore i guess but he's yeah. you know he's a young kid um recently recently made headlines um with brendan gallagher calling him out for uh some diving shit um and then uh recently uh toronto fans going on his ass about him 
uh, pulling another kind of similar situation with uh, William Nylander uh, in a Toronto game. Um, As you have correctly pointed out uh, in our conversations before this, uh, first and foremost, it's a refing issue. Because I believe that penalties were called on the 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 people that weren't students. Well, Stutzla was trying to draw a penalty in the first one, and then the second one he was trying to make a penalty, mm-hmm. and he got away with it the second time, um, where he pulled, where he you know tries to you know tug on Nylander's arm and and sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right. I, I as you mentioned before. Number one, this is a refing issue. Like refs got to get better at seeing this because the reason the reason why NHL players do this is because it does work sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like if it never worked, like if if refs were better at this or they were more like if they fucking brought the hammer down on guys that did this kind of thing, then players wouldn't do it as much. But the sad part is, is it works. Yeah. My, as it yeah from from this example to something as simple as you know you'll see it two or three times a game anytime a stick or a you know an elbow or something goes up near around the chin or the face or something players initial reaction is to just throw the head back mm-hmm. like like they just got fucking you know double tapped to the dome to draw the call because in in today's NHL any any sort of head contact is you know at bare minimum a minor penalty right so it's it's something that like you you brought it up perfectly, and I'll and I'll let you talk now. But like that, I you're right. It's this is an, this is a refing issue. Like, and I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's easy to just blatantly you know like generally say ah oh, just more training, yeah more training. But I don't I don't know. Like maybe maybe something needs to be changed in the rules to make it a situation where it is a little more realistic. I don't know. Yeah, I, so I think one of the things that you and I were talking about, and I think I think would be an interesting thing for them to look into. The league is just the league is so you know pace of play kind of thing, but I think I think on some of these, like I would love if there was some sort of replay on these to where like the refs could feel empowered to go make the right call. So I think I think in this situation, the situation with Stutzla and in uh, Nylander, like it's one of those things where like. Of the four refs on the ice, there had to be someone, there had to be another ref that saw something differently to basically go, oh, well, you know, this, this looked, this looked weird. Or even, even the ref that calls it could be like, this looked kind of weird. And they can take a look at it and then potentially, like you were saying, like, pull Nylander out of the box and stick fucking Stuchla in there, right? Like, there's, Mm -hmm. there's got to be something in that regard because... You know, in in the ref's defense, they can't see everything. Um, but for me, this one's still unexcusable because it's it is pretty blatantly just you know, like sure, sure, you know, Stutzla trying to embellish this. I, I think that's I think that's fine to say. Um, it's just it the hardest part for me to call it embellishment or unsportsmanlike stuff. I've you were talking about earlier too. Uh-huh. Uh, the hardest part for me is like. It just doesn't seem like something that should ever get a penalty to where, like, the thought of, hey, I'm going to go hook my arm around this guy and the refs are going to call him for a penalty. I just, like, for me, that's where I struggle with it because, like, 
but he he literally sure. not only did he do it in this game, but he got away with it. Like it worked. Sure, but that's but that's not what I'm saying. That's that's not my argument. So my argument my okay. argument isn't my argument isn't that he did it and got away with it. My argument is sure. how is that even a thought for him? Right? Like how is this a thought for some of these players like I'm going to go hook my arm around this guy and I should get the call. This isn't even a th- like that's the dumbest fucking idea well, for right. trying I to agree. draw a call. Like that is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. So and and that goes back to it. Like, how do you how do you stop that behavior? Be- like, it's not. You don't call it. It's the stupidest. Right, you don't call thing. right. It's 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 either you don't call it or you like like if it's if he's if you're unsure of it. Which again, we don't know based on the video that we watched. It, it's hard to tell what ref made the call. Um, if it's the linesman that is the only one that we see in the frame, like just his legs, um, I'm a little understand more understanding because from his angle. Yeah, Stutzel could have sold it easily mm. because Nylander's mm. body is in the way, and with with how he jerked back, kind of um, jerked back, I, you know, like veered backward, kind of thing. Like it was a sudden veer back to where it, it looked like if you have an obstructed view that Nylander did something. Um, but if it was anybody else on the ice, like fuck, like you gotta, ugh. I don't know. So you either don't call it, or if you do see it, and it's like blatantly obvious you fucking punish the guy sure but i and i think i think that's the tough part to defend the refs there like it's it's tough to kind of tell some of this is this is a you know this is this is one that we can watch the video 40 times and and sure we we see him like weirdly go up there and like hook the arm and it's it's just bizarre like that's that's i think what gets me is like maybe i'm just too dumb to in hockey think at that high of an IQ sure. that like you're, you're, I would go in. You're worried about the play thing. and That's the breakout and the me. right. You Whereas know, Stutzler yeah. was literally trying to like put Nylander in the box and and it and it succeeded. And it worked. Well, and that's and that's the problem. Like something that stupid to try to like even even I I will I will agree with you. I think that's I think it's fine to say Stutzler was trying to do something. He's trying to sell something. Um but we're allowing it by not by by not only let like not just not like not only letting it go as it should have it should have never been a penalty but not calling it on him i think is the is the trickier part to do it but by calling a penalty on nylander you're basically saying this behavior is okay um and so i think i think that's that's where the refing issue is is kind of in this whole thing um you know is like you and I disagree because I just I think it's such a it's such a weird play. It's just it's hard for me to to say like this guy is smart enough in a fucking two second window to realize where the refs are and go and 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 hook this guy's arm and then start heading to the box and pull his arm. Like it just to me it's it's like unless he's you planning are, the shit at very night. Very nice and giving him the benefit of the doubt. I I mean unless he's planning the shit at night. Chance like that's well, I, that's a, it's such I'm a saying stupid it's that, fucking thing. It's to something try to go that get he probably for. picked up. At much younger age, yeah, at maybe. a much younger I, age, I, I'd hear that argument. It's just it's it's so hard for me to like, and maybe I didn't, and and I, I mean, and it, I don't, know. and it doesn't, and it hurt, and it like to to so for your like if you're if we're both arguing cases here for a second, I think that it like the recency like three days before not doing the exact thing but doing something in the same vein like being accused of and pretty blatantly you know trying to sell something again. Um, is this the like Gallagher it help thing? His... Yeah. Oh, dude, this, uh, that, that one's tough for me. I know, I, I know that they're not the same, right. but it's the t- it's the same type of behavior. 
Mm. Yeah, that's that's fine. I just I would hate to like sure if I if I so so with this arm hook right. So this whole thing, if I even if I fall on the side of like he's not embellishing shit. If three oh. days from now he goes and does something similar that I literally look at and I go, okay, yeah, that's that's pretty bad. I think this is this is the tipping point more for me than what Gallagher's talking about. I think I think what Gallagher was actually talking about was more the fact that he was hurt. Like it probably fucking hurt getting knee to knee contact, right? Like I get that. I've played mm-hmm. hockey and I've mm-hmm. had a fucking knee to knee collision. I've had that shit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So like I like I know what that's like. You know, maybe every fan that is on Twitter also knows what that's like. But um, obviously, obviously. But like f- for me, like I think what Gallagher was talking about is you, you know, you, you, you sure it hurt, like it's a stinger, um, but then you're out on the power play for that fucking penalty, sure, right? Okay. And I think that's, that's where that's a that's slightly different. This, if it comes out and like three days from now he does something that is just as brutal as you know what what we're kind of making that side of him to be, where he's a total diver. If something is is if we're starting to see that pattern. Um, I would think this one for me is the jumping off where I would look back and go, sure, okay, this this was really weird. I defended him in this one. But looking at this one now, three days from today, you know, 421, this is, you know. And what we can both agree on, though, is regardless of Stutzel's intentions, like you're, you're, we're, we're arguing about his intentions right. and like what his going through Which his mind. We, but we'll never know, right? W- but we can both totally agree that like regardless of whether he meant to do it didn't mean to do it has been doing this forever did it first time and got lucky whatever the case mm-hmm. the refs made the wrong call 100 percent. william nylander didn't do anything didn't do shit and actually if you see the end of the video he looks to his right so i i'm i'm questioning if that like actual you know that stripe like that that actual ref made the call on to his right yeah. which is yeah. which is just bizarre because it which makes it even worse which makes it really a like lot if you've worse. got if you're if you're not blocked by William Nylander right like that it's just like you're you're bad at your job like you that's just, just like that's just blatantly the wrong call he just reactively threw his arm up and then had to make a call right. it's just yeah and that that would make it a lot worse so uh, the next th- the next 72 hours for Stutzla is really going to th- Really going to do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, running into the uh, hour mark. Let's. We've got a play. We've got some playoffs coming up. Oh, I'm ready for it, dude. I've gotten. To, I've actually gotten to watch quite a bit more hockey since I've been packing up this damn house than I have. Yeah, in the last little, little bit. So. Yeah, that's it's not just bad. easy to throw on the t. You know, throw on the TV, yeah. and I don't get to watch yeah. the whole game. But you know, yeah. when I'm sweating my buns off trying to pack this damn apartment, it's pretty good. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, looking at uh, looking at the stand. So as of today, as we record this, uh, with with the Islanders losing to the, ten- I mean, okay, this this was a formality. The Islanders were not going to make the playoffs. Right. They were 14 points behind the Washington Capitals in the last wild card spot. But as of today, it is now official. The Islanders are mathematically eliminated. All of the teams that uh, everybody is set. The East is set. It's been set for a while, but now it's formally set. Um, Right now, as of today, the Washington Capitals and Boston Bruins hold the wild card spots uh, with uh, 94 and 97 points, respectively. And then the Atlantic, uh, top to bottom, Florida, Toronto, Tampa with 114, 106, 100. And then the Metropolitan, Carolina, Rangers, Pittsburgh, 104, 104, 97. Obviously, there'll be some jockeying uh, as we, like, these these are not set in stone. These aren't, like, the actual, you know, these will... Uh, so, uh, well, you know what? Some of them are set. Um, 
I would say, uh, I don't think, uh, well, oh, Tampa. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I would say, I don't think any of these are set in stone. Um, yeah. Florida's, Florida's going to play a wild card team and I think that's the most, Boy, that's it. That's Even the, the Rangers most set are, in stone. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Florida's going to play a wild card team. That's it. Yep. But even the Metro's not, I mean, jockeying for position, the Rangers and Carolina are, fuck, did you think, I just, who would have fucking thought, man? Gerard Gallant is a fucking hire, dude. We were just talking, you know, we were already saying, uh, Daryl, we said before, like we were talking, you know, we, this is not the episode for our picks for for awards yet, but, but coming we soon. did say. We, yeah, but coming soon, uh, we did say Daryl Sutter is in the in the in the conversation for Jack Adams. But fuck, Gerard Glant should too. Oh God, yeah. And if and if I'm Vegas, I'm really kicking myself. Like, uh, we're gonna get into Vegas here in a little bit because be, not because they're one of my favorite teams and whatever, but but because they're just in the wild card hunt. Um, but yeah, I mean, fuck, you gotta if you're Kelly McCrennan or whatever the fuck his name is, uh, you're really kicking yourself. Because right what, what did like, they? What did they? fire him for they were they were out of the playoffs for like four days like they 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 bowed they lost like four games in a row because of injuries and like they were out of they were out of the playoffs for like five seconds Jesus. so they just impatient well i i i think that the, like they're they're the vegas group management and this isn't even an opinion. Like, this is a fact. Like, they are very emotional. Mm-hmm. Like, they... And they panic easily. So, like, when DeBoer beat Gallant the year before in the playoffs... Sharks, yeah, yeah. Like, it, they just... They they immediately got in their head. They're like, that's the man we need. <laughs> he is obviously better than this one. We need him. That's so funny. There, there was some other. I mean, that's the main reason. There, there were secondary stuff. Like apparently, yeah, what, weird, weird. I mean, when I say this, I'm, I know this is just not going to make sense. But like, Gallant doesn't like taking orders from Brass. So like, it's almost like he knows better about hockey and mm. player deployment than maybe say the general manager. Oh, that that is weird. weird though. Weird. Yeah. Super weird. Yeah, I don't. It's unheralded. I mean, like it's honestly just. Never heard of that before. <laughs> um, but Gerard Gallant uh, apparently also didn't play ball well with mm, with upper management. Gotcha. And um, and that was that also was led to it. And if they're if they're already kind of like skittish and and you know making quick rash decisions occasionally, like oh yeah, he's gone. They they don't yeah. they don't like him not just bowing down and playing the players that they want him to play no no absolutely uh, not and and the, the flurry situation just made everything worse and blah 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 blah. um but we can get into that later Let, we're still let's let's touch on the east here for a second okay. um our teams are set um i don't think there's any really surprises uh, we mentioned it before the only surprise you know i i honestly thought islanders are gonna make the playoffs this year yeah i i don't i don't know exactly everybody else not wrong. so much yeah i don't, I don't worry I don't everybody know else not so wrong, much but. philly philly maybe under i don't know with, with the moves that they made in the off season you kind of had that feeling yeah. that okay either this is going to really work out for them or this is going to be fucking terrible mm-hmm. um obviously it was the latter like who knew cam atkinson wasn't going to be the missing piece i definitely did not understand how that <laughs> didn't take him to a cup <laughs> and who knew who knew that martin jones uh wasn't going to like have a second revival <sighs> 
Honestly, like, yeah. It's, it's almost like, like Ristaline, and they got a bunch of random people. Yeah, they just, they needed, Ellis. like, yeah. It was it was a very strange offseason for them. Um, and it, ju- it just seemed like a bunch of random pieces that didn't really make any sense. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they're up. Everybody else kind of makes sense. Uh, the teams that are in, I think, like I said, you look at all these, the only surprise to me is, fuck, who knew the fucking Rangers, man? Well, and I think, and I think Islanders they're in a position. With, they're in a position to take the Metro. Yeah, hundred percent. That's uh, honestly, it's it's coaching. Coach, when you can look at your team and really go, you know, okay, well, I don't have exactly what I need, but like, if you're a good coach, you can get the you can get that out of your team, and I I think. I think that's you know it's hard it's hard for people because people get attached to coaches and players and shit like that but i think it's hard for people to realize like yes sometimes your roster isn't great but if you're actually a good coach you can make something out of some of that now let me let me play i agree with everything you just said but let me let me do a devil's art uh devil's advocate argument right now Mm -hmm. that 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 he is the second most important because Igor Shesterkin mm-hmm. is currently sitting at in in the modern day NHL, Igor Shesterkin is currently sitting at a point nine three five save percentage. Yeah, that's pretty sick. That is in this NHL is unreal. Yeah, yeah, especially with the high scoring that we've had this year. Like that's scoring's up insanity, yep. and I, it is. Unreal. Yeah, I, honestly, the kid, I had him in a fantasy league, and I. You think he gets him. Vesna? I if or okay, he's pre- definitely in the conversation for sure. Oh yeah, I I honestly I'd give it to him. I think yep. I think he's. I mean, fuck, like he honestly, you could you could start looking towards him for fucking MVP. Oh, shit. Curious. I want to look. I want to look at daily faceoff. I want to see what this. I want to see what this lineup is. Shesterkin. Let's see where his other. They just because they, the Rangers have been. I don't know if we have any Rangers fans. Like they're gonna be really upset with me when I say this, but they they really did this under the radar. Yeah, like they've just been quietly rattling off wins, and now they're gonna about they're they're now they could easily, especially with our next topic that we're gonna talk about with Carolina, they could easily win the Metro. Yeah, I I don't know how far I wanted to say that they're gonna go in the playoffs yet. It's going to depend on who the matchup is. Yeah, I think you're right, and I think it really, like, if Shesterkin... Against Pittsburgh? I like their odds. Yeah. If they get that second spot and they play Pittsburgh, I, I like their odds. Yeah, I do too, honestly, because Shesterkin's <clears throat> um, just going to stand on his fucking head. For some reason, in fact, for some reason, I like that better. Like, if they take the second spot and play Pittsburgh, I like that better than if they get the first spot and then play either, like, Washington or Boston or Tampa. Yeah, I would hate for them to play that. Honestly, because I, I like this. This feels like uh, this feels like in the East, this is kind of our Cinderella, right? This is kind of our—you yeah. This is you know, this, this is, is our— Right, because everybody else, everybody else makes sense. Carolina is a very good hockey team. Uh, right. Pittsburgh is—they're like that team that— you know, still refuses to die. Like they're not, they're not what they used to be. I mean, I but think Crosby's still like Crosby still would be on like a hundred point. He's pace, good. I think. Yeah, he's which no, is he's crazy. good. Uh, he's but but it's not like I mean, this is not the Pittsburgh team that won back to back. Right, a hundred percent. Like this is just not like, but but I mean, any team that you've got, even even forty year old Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin, 
are are gonna make your team good. You know, that's true. So like they're you know it's it, I'm not saying that it's a situation where they're dragging a bad team. They've got good players. Um, ob- you know, Jake Gensel is finally moving into his own. I think we can finally say that he's not just the guy next to Crosby. Yeah. Think I think you can say that he's you know a a good player on his own now. Well, I think I would still drop him in fantasy though. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get into that later. Um, but I also just read that Tristan Jari's out for a week to week. Yeah, that's not great because he no, he's actually not... he's been pretty good for them this year actually. So yes, he has he has been solid. So that's not good. And speaking of that, Carolina. Um, if you watch the video, uh, Freddie Anderson, who has been having a hell of a season with Carolina, um, had a very awkward fall. Yeah. Um, and it was almost unprovoked. To me, it looks like a classic like groin pull for a goalie. Mm. Um, like he was just he was pushing from from right to left, and it, he just it looked like he overextended something. Yeah. Um, which it's going to depend on uh, that's that kind of stuff is frightening. Like if there's a crash into a goalie, like that's you know it could be a broken bone or a bad bruise or whatever, and that that shit heals. But like when he's standing there like unopposed, uncontested, unmolested. And then goes down. You're like, ooh, those are always, uh, yeah, those are, always the those worst. are frightening. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it, yeah. I was watching that game. That was that was a fucking great game, actually. Carolina and Colorado. Yeah. But um, yep. at, at first, at first glance, it looks like it looked like he took a puck into like the collarbone area, which I think he I think he does take a, a shot. But it's oh, definitely if, it's a, if he's got a broken collarbone, they are. Fucked. fucked. I, but I don't think that's what it was. I think you're right. I think it okay. was lower body. Like, I think he tweaked something and then just ended up taking a shot. But because he was, you know, he took that shot and then was going down. Sure. Um, yep. So I think you're yep. right. I think it was the lower body part of that. So, yeah, it's a wait and see approach. That definitely. Um, Auntie Ranta has been playing. He, he can play okay. So I mean, if it's a little bit of an extended absence, if it's just a week or two for Freddie, I think that's they they might be able to just, pull something together. But every single, almost almost every single one of these matchups in the East, like there there's no good matchup here. Like if you're looking, if you're any of these teams, you're sitting here going like, it doesn't matter who we play against, we're fucked. Mm-hmm. Oh, like that's stacked. Like what? Right. Like your your best hope is like. Just on a surface glance, like your weakest team here is Washington or Pittsburgh, and they're good teams. Yeah, yeah. Like they're these are good. T- like these are they're, they're good teams. Ovi's still looking for you know to break records. Pittsburgh is playing well. I I ugh, it's frightening. So, but with yeah with Freddie Anderson going down, I don't I don't know about Anti Ranta man. Uh, that's that's a five hundred goalie right there. Yeah, that's a little scary. You know, he's a backup that can win every other game. And in the playoffs, that's just not going to cut it. Yeah, so, yeah, hopefully, hopefully Freddie's back for playoffs because, yeah, that would definitely – I mean, that's that's putting Carolina. Honestly, in my opinion, if it's on T-Ronta and that, that's for the whole, for the whole playoffs. That's yeah. a first-round first first exit. That's a first-round exit, for sure. Yeah. It yep. doesn't matter who they play. It'd be really nice um, if they had Nadjokovic, though, huh? Nadelkovich, yeah, it would be nice, but <laughs> unfortunately, fucking uh, Detroit just fucking mind tricked him for that. Yep, mm-hmm. that is definitely a good one. Um, yep. Uh, la- last thing, let's we'll talk on the E because we don't want to do playoff breakdowns just yet because yeah. we don't we don't know who they're playing. Um, but Florida is an absolute fucking wagon. Juggernaut, dude. Holy shit! 
Uh, this is just uh, it's it's ridiculous how good this team is. Especially fifth, yeah, fifty four, fifteen, and six. Holy fuck! How, when what's the highest point total we've ever seen from so a team? They've this is the best season they've ever had. The Florida Panthers. Mm-hmm. I think that was official. Like that came out like two three games ago. Um, I, they're I, man, it's just. They're really good. Yeah, they're very good, especially on that East Coast. One thing I do want to say real quick. So, interesting watching like the Ducks game tonight versus Columbus. Like, yeah, I w- I would rather see scheduling. I'd rather have scheduling to where the second half of this. So you get all of your travel to like the East Coast, right, or West Coast if you're an East Coast team. I'd love to see all of those games at the beginning of the season. Yeah, because. Yeah. This is like it would make like you were talking about rivalries it would make the last you know the second half of the season or the at least the last 20 games that much better cuz they're literally playing if not if not within their division within the conference like if there was some way you could schedule that to set that up you know what i'm saying like i just like sure columbus and anaheim are clearly not you know they've been out of the playoffs for a while now right but like mm-hmm. there's you know what if, for some reason, Columbus was in and, and they were, you know, or, or getting close and they were looking to, you know, try to play Pittsburgh and, like, play Pittsburgh and Rangers and Carolina. Like, playing those teams rather than playing the fucking Ducks with seven games left in the season. Like, I would just, I would much rather see that. And I think that's better TV. It's just, it's interesting that they don't do it that way. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. I, yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, we'll uh, we'll see how we'll see how she goes. Like, not not knowing the matchups, but just knowing the teams. Like, I'm excited for the the East is gonna be. It's gonna be a I, fucking slugfest, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna real. I'm hoping that we at least get one good rival. Like, I know, and based on the playoff formats, like you've got, there's just I don't know. I, I mean, if yeah. you're the best team, you're gonna. It doesn't matter if you play. You know, the second best team in the first round or the third round, you're going to have to play them eventually. So it's a situation where, like, I, I, I'm i really, like, we're all hoping for Toronto-Boston. We're all hoping for Florida-Tampa, you know, a Washington-Pittsburgh. Um, hell, even a Carolina-Washington would be a rematch of the old days. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's, there, I mean, there's hopefully at least one of those come to fruition in the first round. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, gosh. We'll I, I mean, just with our luck, though, we're we're seeing how stacked this East is right now, and it's going to be all fucking sweeps. Fuck. <laughs> they're, it's just the, these. They're really good. Like the 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 odds that the Stanley Cup champion comes from the East are very high. Oh, a hundred percent. I think, I think, it just really depends on the first couple rounds. Because if if Colorado or in a, in a lesser extent, I think if if the Flames can just skate through the West, yeah. uh, they might be rested. Whereas Maybe. the East could turn possible. into a total fucking just, you know. Yeah, they're med boarded by the time exactly. they get there. Yeah, possible. Okay, so let's go to the West where things are a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, not as not as good, not as much talent, but but more interesting. Right. Um, as of today, Colorado has not only clinched their div- a playoff spot and the division, but they've also clinched the conference. That's nuts. That's crazy. With 55 wins, 14 losses, and 6 OT losses, 116 points. Uh, also, you know, it's it's them in Florida competing for the President's Trophy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they're they're really good. I don't I don't think there's 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 really not much you can say. Just like Florida, there's not much you can say. Like they're good front to back. There are very few weak points on these teams. They're, honestly, Colorado, like watching them play Carolina, um, mm-hmm. Colorado is fucking sick, dude. Like they, mm-hmm. they 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 just they have four lines. They're four lines deep. They traded really like, you know, they they have they're three D pairs deep. Like honestly, and then. And then bringing in Kemper, who, in my opinion, is I'll a say better goalie than Grubauer, right? So I think... Yeah, I agree. It's just this team is... It'll be interesting to see it's them funny. up against the it, East Coast, but... It's funny. Like, if you have to pick something that might be an issue, it is it is Darcy Kemper. That's and that's crazy. Like, that... Right. When when your biggest worry is Darcy Kemper, you're fine. Your team's fine. And it's not even like Darcy Kemper. It's like if Darcy Kemper gets hurt. Right. You know, if Darcy Kemper goes down, then, oh, we might, you know, Pavel Francouz might not be able to uh, carry the weight. Right, which but, is what they were running into with Grubauer. Yeah. You know, I think yeah, he did exactly. it, I think, two years, in, two years in a row or just that one maybe. Yep. But, um, yeah, no, this this team's really fucking good. I'll, I'll be honestly really surprised if it's not, if they're not in the conference finals in some sort of capacity, I'll be surprised. Yeah, it, it makes, yeah, I would very, very it's... That team is conference finals or bust. Hundred mm-hmm. um, percent. Yeah, if if they lose in the first two rounds, that will be a massive disappointment. Um, like 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 fi- like people are getting fired. Yeah, like Tampa losing kind of to well, who right. is it? Columbus. Columbus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is this is not what we had planned. <laughs> Fucking weird. That was the most one of the most bizarre things I've so ever seen weird. in hockey. So Such a weird thing when a when when your fucking management board like apologizes. <laughs> so weird, <laughs> so strange. Sorry. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Such a weird thing. Um. Because it's usually like that pass aggressive shit. Like, thank you, great fans, for an awesome season. Like you get that kind of shit. Uh-huh. But instead, you're like, we're sorry that we we sorry we blew it. <laughs> yeah. We, you blew it. You fucking blew it. Uh huh. Um. So okay, Colorado's got uh, the the central and the conference. Uh, St. Louis has clinched. Uh, that was recent. Minnesota has clinched. I think that was like today or yesterday. St. Louis has been on um, a fucking heater, dude. St. Louis has been playing quite well. They're at not they're at Colorado and St. Louis both nine wins apiece. Um, is Billy Huso? Yeah, I think it's been him the whole He's, time. Dude. It's been him. Yeah, I went and you know Binger. You know what? Once you get into the playoffs, Binger might not be a terrible option. Right. Um, I think on a short, you know, short scale, I think he could be coming handy. So, yeah, uh, St. Louis could be dangerous going into it. Um, if I'm Minnesota, I'm not looking forward to playing them. Definitely not. No, they just yeah, because St. Louis just beat them six five the other night. But they're just going to be a fucking. That's going to be a fucking. That's going to be, and they're probably going to play each other oh, too. Oh yeah, it's a great series, dude. Like it's not. There's. I'm. I'm looking at right now. Is, could Minnesota? No, Minnesota's not. Uh, Minnesota's at 101. Dallas is at 91. Yeah, uh, Minnesota and St. Louis are playing in the first round. We could. We. We. That is a fact. Um. So that we could talk about. Ooh, we could talk about that in a little bit. Um. Calgary in the Pacific is the only team that's clinched. Uh. They've got a playoff spot, but they'll. You know, let's be real honest. They'll probably take the division too. Yeah. Um. They're not playing. They're playing fine right now. They're not playing great, but they're fine. Um. Really didn't play well against Vegas for some fucking. Yeah, they got but fucking anyway. worked by Vegas. 
yeah, that was a weird, that was a weird game because then Vegas went up to Nash Edmonton and I mean it didn't get worked, but I mean it just looked like they were playing. You know they were having to try hard. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, they've got that, and then so the second and third spots in the Pacific are still up for grabs right now. Edmonton's in second with ninety four points. LA's in third with ninety. Wild card spots are still open. Dallas currently has the top one at 91 points, and Nashville has the second at 91 points. Vegas is the team outside looking in with 87. Behind them, Vancouver with 84. And I th- I think the Jets have been mathematically eliminated. 81. They got six games left, 12. 93. Okay, so technically they're technically not... not- not mathematically eliminated, but they would have to win out every game, and then Nash, Nashville, Dallas, L.A., or Edmonton would just have to lose every fucking game left. Right. So, so Winnipeg's out. We're we're basically percent. Yeah. Van, Vancouver has the smallest, slimmest chance, maybe. Um, and that's I mean, but you're you're hoping for a lot of teams to fuck up down the stretch. Uh, we'll be honest. It's 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 probably Vegas that has a puncher's chance to get in. Um, and they're they're even having to hope that um, Nashville, Dallas, or L.A. fuck up. Yeah, I think it's L.A. for me still. Agree. Um, so Vegas is at 87 points. Nashville's at 91. Dallas at 91. L.A. 90. Um, L.A. is 4-5-1 and one in their last 10. Vegas is 7-2-1 and one in their last 10. Um, you and I looked at our their schedules uh, last, last episode. Um, if I remember correctly, L.A. is... Isn't it a fairly easy schedule? Uh, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly. I know we were kind of. I know we were going back and forth on like who was going to miss. Um. Let's see here. Okay. So April. Anaheim, Chicago, Anaheim, Seattle, Vancouver. Yeah, they they have easy games going out. So then I think yeah, because I think Dallas. I think we said like Dallas and Nashville have tough schedules, right? Something like that. Nashville has a very tough schedule. Yeah, they're they're a little worrisome to me. Nashville has a very tough schedule coming up. They're playing well right now. Um, they're they're playing quite well right now, actually. I think. Um, beside uh, from getting speed bagged by St. Louis. Well, everybody's getting speed bagged by them, but right, they they just lost eight to three to St. Louis. Yeah, so, I mean, and and honestly, like, let's be honest. I mean, if. We we have some Nashville Predator fans who listen to this show, and I'm I'm sorry about this, but like, it's a win if they make the playoffs, but they're not getting past the first round. Yeah, no, definitely not. I think I think especially if you're in a wild card spot, you're playing either Calgary or Colorado. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks. Yeah, I not think, okay. I think L.A. and Nashville for me have the the two. Those are the two. I could easily see the the team that's missing the playoffs coming from those two. Yeah. Um, let me look at Dallas here real quick. I'm curious. Uh, Vegas is, is like, if I remember, I, that's the most recent one that I looked at. It's like peppered. Like mm-hmm. you've got decent games and, but there's some tough ones spattered in there too. Um, I think even a back to back with Chicago. So like that could help you a little bit. Right. Um, Dallas. What it we just got really like it's yeah. And w- yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, I, I don't, I just really don't like LA's game. I know we talked about it last time, but. I just don't really like their game, and I I don't like them sitting in that third spot in the Pacific at a minus four mm-hmm. goal differential. I just I don't think the team's quite there. I know they made some moves in the off season, but that team for me I think is is probably gonna miss. 
Um, but okay. with Nashville, oh, with it having the easier schedule, it might be it might it might be Nashville just based on schedule alone. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas has like important games. Yeah. So like their next game is Vancouver. Then their game after that is Edmonton, Calgary, and then you got Seattle. Then your third to last game of the season is Vegas. Damn, that's going to be a battle. Yeah, so uh, your your last two, you could win out. You've got Coyotes and Ducks. So that's not terrible. Mm-hmm. But fuck, man. You, like, you've, got, you've got four, te- four of these teams like, have something to play for still. Like Edmonton's yeah, not missing, but they still, need to, they still need to clinch. Vancouver's playing for their playoff. They have to win this game. They have to beat Dallas or their I'm I'm sure that that would put them out if they lose this game. Yeah, I just I just think Dallas is a better team overall than LA, even with even with oh, a tougher schedule. So, you know, like they'll, they'll steal some of those games. Whereas, like LA, for all we know, could go. I don't know if it's in Anaheim, but they could play Anaheim, and and that's just a rivalry game to where they just get beat. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's about the divisions. I mean, yeah, yeah. You look at the divisions. Like LA would be. If I, let me back up here real quick. But LA, LA is at ninety points. Nashville and Dallas are both at ninety-one. Right. So if LA was not in the Pacific Division, they would be outside of the playoffs looking in. Right. No, they'd be in a wild card spot. But in any case, it, it's like so Vegas. Like it looks like Vegas is like down on the charts, but really they're they're only three points behind LA and a, with a game in hand. Right. And I think I think so that's where Vegas needs to be looking at. They need to be looking at how they catch LA because I think I mean, yes, Nashville has a tough at, schedule, but they're currently sitting 4 points back of Nashville and Dallas has a full game in hand over Vegas, right? So Yeah, let's look at let's look at Vegas. So Vegas has got New Jersey coming up at home. Um that's that'll be a good win. Um Caps, ooh, that's that's going to be interesting. Um ooh, you got the Sharks who will play the hell out of that game just to fuck over vegas um we already talked about it dallas is going to be there is that that's going to be a huge game that honestly might decide it um yeah. chicago and then they and then they finish out playing st louis which is not good for them that might honestly be a game i need to go find a bar and just get fucking crazy yep. about that vegas dallas yep. game dude that's going to be a fucking battle oh yeah like it's i mean however this shakes out that that game is going to be very important mm-hmm. to both of them Yep, hundred percent. Um, it could it could honestly like be the decider. Jake fucking Ottinger, dude. He's playing well. Yeah, he's he's a he's playing well. He's a beast. He's he's definitely and and fucking Logan Thompson, dude. Okay, so here's here's I, here's what I want you to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna interview you, and you've got you got to put the you got to change out the hats every time. So, okay. Taylor, tell me why L.A. will make the playoffs. Why LA will make the playoffs? Um, I think, like we just talked about, strength of schedule. So okay. that's the only reason I think that that team would make the playoffs is because of strength of schedule. Uh, but you, you, they basically have to bank on Vegas just not being able to catch them. But that's gotcha. why Vegas. Okay. That's why LA will make it. Tell me why Dallas will make the playoffs. Uh, Dallas is the best team. Uh, I, between them and Vegas, I think of those four, the consi- the uh, I would I would confidently say that they're the most consistent of the four. Right. Like I of of these four teams that I stare at here, I'm probably the least worried about Dallas. I am 100 percent with you. I think they for sure get a wild card spot. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I yeah. couldn't agree more. Uh, the, honestly, good goaltending. And then, you know, I mean, they don't score. I don't think they score a ton of gold. That's why their differential is kind of, uh, you know, where it's at with minus two. But, God, mm-hmm. I mean, their defense is very solid with Suter back there, too. And then, uh, God, yeah, Jake's been playing fucking unreal. So, yeah, they are, yeah, good uh, defensive are they? Team. Six, two, six, two and two in their last 10. So pretty good. Yeah. 219 goals for that is as many as Anaheim. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me why Nashville will make the playoffs. Nashville will make the playoffs. Um, that's a tough one. That's a, t- that's a tough one for me. Uh, uh, I, I think this is this is a UC Saros and uh, the Roman Yossi. Roman Yossi, yeah, that fucking that guy is a beast, dude. So I think yeah, they they're pretty solid on the back end still there in Nashville, and then honestly, their top line figure you know figured out how to score this year, so they're not deep. God, I really. I really don't like their schedule. Yeah, I, I honestly, it's, I don't, I don't. It is hard. I, I think it's the only one I didn't read. Um, so Nashville has Calgary coming up. Uh, on Saturday they play Tampa. They have a back to back. They go from Tampa to Minnesota, <laughs> and then two days later they play Calgary again. And then they finish out the season with back to backs Colorado and Arizona. So in reality. That's there. That is so bad. In reality, I think tops they're winning three games, the, and that's even a stretch too. So they're for sure beating Coyotes. I think they'll split with Flames, and then I it'll yeah, just be interesting yeah, to, a, to see yeah. who the hungry, hungrier team is between them and Minnesota. I think all the other ones are losses. So yeah, but they just got dummied by St. Louis. They dummied, they and St. Louis played a competitive that, game with Minnesota. Like, I, based on how these teams are playing right now, I, I don't – so, like, when's the writing on the wall? Like, okay, so they say they play, they play Calgary on Tuesday. Say so they lose that game. They don't play till Saturday. They, they go to Tampa and play down there, and they lose down there. Is it over? Or do they – because they fly from Tampa back to Minnesota. They play the next day. They play the Minnesota Wild at home. Like, if they lose that game, then it's over. Yeah, I think I think if they lose, if they for sure lose to Minnesota, their season's over. You've got to win. Okay, they got one, two, three, four, five, so six games. You got to win what to to be totally in control of your own destiny. You got to win four to six. Just looking at because the only team that can technically catch them right now is L.A. or Vegas. So L.A. at ninety with a game in hand. So I mean, you know. Uh, three-point differential there but remember nashville's in a shittier position because they're in the central like they can't la has you that's why see the la's got that that card up their sleeve like they don't have to fight for a wild card they can fight for that bottom pacific spot too right but i think I th- whereas yeah, yeah I'm nashville is whereas nashville can't they're, they're everything in the everything in the central is locked up they're not catching minnesota or st louis Right, so so yeah, I, like they only can get one play one wild card spot. Yeah, so I think I think that's the thing though. So like Vegas is Vegas is still four points back of Nashville, which is I think where you need to be looking at for how many games in hand are they? They're even, even right now. So they're so okay. Vegas is four games back of Nashville, and that's pretty. I mean, just looking at LA at ninety, you know, game in hand, but still at ninety points. Two games, two wins. 
So now, Na- yeah. Say Nashville. Okay, so Nashville plays Calgary and Tampa next. Say they lose both those games. Vegas now plays New Jersey and Washington next two games. So that's at least one win. Mm-hmm. That 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 gets them within two. I, oof, I don't. That's scary, man. If I'm a Preds fan, I'm sweating it. Oh, I think I think the three. Te- I think all three of those teams need to be sweating it right now. I think L.A., Nashville, and Vegas need to be sweating it. I think I think Dallas is okay, but yeah, I think Dallas is safe. I it's and oh, I I know we're not even I, technically Edmonton is not made the playoffs yet, but they'll make the playoffs. Right. So I think problem. I think where Nashville needs to be looking is Vegas because if Vegas were to win out the rest of their games, if they go to six and zero in the rest of their games, that puts them at ninety nine points. So in reality, it's for if Vegas is to just sweep the rest of it, yeah. My okay, my predictions here. Uh, let's say okay, they get a win from New Jersey, they get a loss from the Capitals, they get a win from San Jose. Let's say they get an OT loss to the Dallas, just for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. Uh, a win in Chicago and a loss to St. Louis. So that's two, four, five. Five points, I think. Seven seven points if I give them Chicago. Yeah. So seven of a possible two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Yeah. Okay, so seven seven points to what they currently have, which is ninety one. So they'd be at ninety eight. So that's what I'm saying is if Vegas were to win out the rest of their games, they would be at ninety nine. Okay. Um Yeah, which is a tall fucking order, dude. But I mean but Honestly, if Vegas goes on to win the the next six of their games, people in the West need to be a little bit scared because that sure. they're rolling into the playoffs but, pretty but fucking hot. The, the, and that's why I'm a if I'm a Nashville fan, I'm sweating it because like I just going out through that schedule, just being totally brutally honest, like even even handing it like there's there's a chance that they beat Dallas. I just I just you know right. split the difference there. Right. Um, I like that's at least a 500 schedule, whereas. I'm looking at Nashville's schedule. The only thing that's guaranteed here is beating Arizona. Right. Everything else, it's very possible that you lose the next five ga- six games against five games against Calgary, Tampa, Minnesota, Calgary, Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like those, all of those teams are better than you. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I in in Nashville's defense, just to play devil's advocate. So yes, please, please do. The, uh, give give our Nashville fans some hope. So Ducks just played Tampa to an OT game. Uh, who else do they have here? Uh, Minnesota. I mean, it just that's the that's the game for me. It just really depends who's hungrier. So if Nashville loses to Minnesota, there's a very good chance they're out because then they yep. go to play Flames in Colorado right after that. And then you know maybe they they they'll need to win it they need to win at least half these games, and that's that's a tall order. Yeah, I, I think their their schedule is very difficult. So if they go two and four, they're done. Yes, I would agree with that because that that all they so if two and four would put them at ninety five points. So it means Vegas would have to win their next four of six. Which is totally doable, and I mean, especially looking at L.A., looking at their week schedule, I think, yeah, I definitely think uh, Nashville Nashville is in the worst spot based on schedule, um, mm-hmm. but okay. I like their, For, I like where they're sitting point-wise right now going into the final sure. six. So. For the Vancouver fans that we don't have, um, their schedule, Dallas, 
So that's a very important game coming up for them. Like that, that's honestly a make or break. If they lose to Dallas, they're pretty much done. Yeah. Um, Ottawa. Okay. So there's some hope. Uh, Minnesota. That doesn't help you at all. Calgary. That doesn't help you at all. Seattle. That helps. L.A. Ooh, that's. I mean, at that point, it might already be over. If but Vancouver stays um, on there, they end the season heater, with L.A. Oilers. That could actually. Never know. I mean, they're 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 what is it? Six two and two, and won their last five. Yeah. So I mean, it's not. They're they're still technically in it. Technically, I mean, and looking te- at this schedule, looking at the schedule. Let's go worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, they. Let's 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 be okay. We'll be realistic, but also benefit of the doubt. So let's say they get an OT loss to Dallas. That's one point. They beat Ottawa. That's three. They lose to Minnesota. They lose to Calgary. They beat Seattle. That's five. They beat LA. That's seven. And they get an OT loss to the Oilers. That's eight. That's a pretty good. And that's guess. me. Let I mean just you know I think that that's you know just being yeah that's you quick. know quick math i like that um just doing quick math um so eight points where does that put them uh it puts them at 92 which means la would only be able to like if la la would pretty much have to lose the rest of their games right so okay it's, it's a very tall order for vancouver mm-hmm. to make the playoffs um but but not impossible not impossible yeah Still vancouver but they're but they're basically it's it's weird how vegas is only three points ahead of them yet we're calling them out already honestly yeah it's yeah yeah, I, I think Vancouver, Vancouver has to win. Like, Vancouver's got to win their next game because that brings yep. them within one of well, Vegas, look, which me, makes them Let me win. look at how they've been doing, though. Like, these last so f- five wins in a row, who have they beat? Let's see. Um, uh, Arizona, okay. Uh, Vegas, 5-4 OT. Yeah, they've, they've been playing Vegas hard. So that's a good win. San Jose is a gimme. Oh, Yotes are a gimme. And, and then Vegas, Vegas again. again. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, not the strongest. Yeah, I mean, the strongest five wins. No. Five wins is five wins, but Vegas is Jackal and Hyde right now. The Coyotes are the Coyotes, and San Jose's bad. So, uh, that's that's not great. Here, let's go back even further. So, okay, Vegas beat them three two before that. They lost to St. Louis. They lost to St. Louis. Okay, well that's helpful. On the t- on March twenty sixth, they beat Dallas four to one. Yeah. So okay, all right. They there's there's Colorado. Some Honestly, I mean, yeah, like you like you said, Jacqueline Hyde for Vegas. I think kind of looks like Canucks are in the same similar boat. They just had yes. the good fortune of playing. I mean, Vegas twice, yes, but then the rest of the three have been, you know, games that Vancouver should have won. So Vegas, that team is just so so in their head like that is just like the mental case from hell like that team is just like like it, i mean it's there in fact it's i'll be brutally honest about it the reason that they're struggling right now is the same reason why teams in toronto struggle like the media like the media in vegas like is so fucking after these guys mm-hmm. like people like i got it shout out to you know sinbin i love the show with uh ken i can't remember his last name but like he's a host for that show i love that but People like him make this team bad. Yeah, too much pressure. Like it's it's incredible. Yeah. Like it's terrible. Like him going out and like blatantly calling out some fucking you know whack job nutcase like Robin Leonard asking him about you know do, do you think the net's yours? Do you think the situation reminds you of Flurry? Like wow, Ken. Thanks for bring, thanks for bringing that. Thanks for reminding me. Like appreciate that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I, Vancouver, I, I won't I won't sign them off yet. I, I really am interested to see. If they win their next game, they're one back of Vegas, which is a huge thing for me. But um, And they do have a game in hand. I think I got, they got two in, in hand against L.A. So, I mean, if you, you go. if you look at it like that, they're just two points back yeah, if they win I'm, their next two. But. It's... It's L.A. is it, they're obviously the weakest team. It's but they've they've cobbled enough together to be in a good spot. And plus, they have the same with Vancouver here. Uh, they have the uh, thankfulness of not only being able to fight for a wild card spot, but also the third spot in the Pacific. Right. Whereas Nashville and Dallas do not have that luxury. Like it's wild. It's wild card or they're out. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the benefit of being in the Pacific, huh? Uh, I mean, benefit and curse. I mean, it shows that the Pacific is not that strong. Sure. Sure. Yeah. A lot. It's, it's not like, I mean, a lot like these Pacific teams, like, you know, it, you play, like, what is, how do the schedules break down? Like you play the teams in your division the most and then it, and then it's your conference and then it's, and then it's everybody else. Right. I mean, that's how it should be. So, I mean, I know they okay, play their I division don't... a lot more than everybody else, but right. Right, I thought I thought that's how it was. Yeah, like you, I mean, play, it makes you play, you play like the teams in your division like six times, um, or four times, or something like that, and then the conference is twice, and then everybody else you play, you pay, you play everybody at least once, I think, yeah. once or twice. I can't. Remember. Yeah, I think if it's like outside, of, like if it's East Coast, West Coast, I think they play like once a year at least, or something. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. Okay, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, no. This but in is, any this case, is, this is getting pretty intense, though. I really like the West is going to be interesting, and, and it's nice because the East is locked up. It's nice to at least have one side where we can kind sure, of watch the sure. final battle. So I mean, games to watch. Like what? What was the one we just said that we, Dallas, we should probably like? There's one that's sure. so Dallas Vegas that's coming, but there's one that's like like immediately coming up that we should watch. Um, the fuck? What was it? Um. Gonna be a good game. Uh, Nashville. Nashville's got a game against Calgary, but yeah, but both teams aren't caring about that. Um, maybe it's a Vegas game. I think. Are you sure it's not? Are you sure it wasn't the Dallas Vegas one? May maybe. I, I could have swore there was another game where it's like, like it, it like it's going to be important for both of them, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, L. I mean, L. A. Finishes out their season against Vancouver. That might mean something to them, but. Does Dallas play Nashville again or no? No, I don't think so. Yeah, no. just that. Da- no. I mean, just that's it. Da- so Dallas plays Vancouver tomorrow. That'll be an important game for both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then Vegas. Yeah, the the, the Vegas game on the twenty sixth is going to be huge. Yeah, that's going to be a good game. I, I gotta find a way to watch that one. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I think. Uh, I think we've hit on just about everything. I know we were going to talk about some fantasy stuff, but we're we're rounding it on the two-hour mark. Let's just say this. If you drop players after you're already out of the playoffs, you're a total little B. Yeah, you're, you're, obvious. <laughs> you're obviously trying to help somebody, and I will come in and fix your roster. <laughs> That's right, damn it. Goddamn right. But in that case, everybody have fun. Um, for the first time in probably a long time or ever in this league, you and I are both not in the playoffs in our fantasy league. I, I, this is actually this is for sure the first time I haven't been in the playoffs. 
Yeah. So it's same. Yeah. So it's same. yeah. It's the first year for both of us. That's fucking brutal. <laughs> same. Very very strange. Um, but we we actually have we've been talking and we can talk more in depth on it later on because I, I I'd be curious to hear how other people run their leagues and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But we we've, we've been we're flirting with some ideas uh, for next year about you know trading trading first round you know, picks you know being able to trade picks and um and uh, one other thing that I can't remember. But yeah, in any case. That sounds like a good place to stop. Yep, sounds good to me. <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, go to whatever whatever you listen to us on. Go on there and hit that subscribe button or that follow button uh, so you can uh, hear every episode when it comes out and uh, make us happy. It, it adds to the listener count that we have, and and uh, I mean, it doesn't make us money, but it makes it makes us happy. Brings us joy. It does bring us joy. Like like Ryan Hartman flipping off Kane. Oh God, I'm gonna. That's uh, that's what I'm getting you for your birthday. I just decided. Just a framed picture, picture of it. Of it yeah. Oh, I love it so Merry much. Christmas. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you later. All right.